Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Forever. Dog. Welcome back, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. It's Midnight Snack. We are here with hilarious comedian and author of the new book, Little Miss Little Compton, Arden Marine. Michelle, you are so beautiful in the quarantine. Can I just say the pandemic, you wear it well. I actually have to agree. I don't know what's happened, but I feel you just brought up and I like that I just took a compliment for the first time in my life and didn't argue with you. I love it. Um, I will tell you this. You brought up your hair. I brought it up earlier this week. I gave myself a haircut and I dyed my hair this weekend. I did this myself. Okay. It looks so good. Wait, it does, I, right? It looks... I I, I actually... Because I want to dye mine. I've given myself three haircuts. The third time was not a charm. Your haircut it looks like you went to like a pro. Like you gave yourself... Like Look that at this. is a precise... Look at the front. I did all of that. Is, I did, did all that. Use, Scissors or a razor? No, no, no. Razor. I would, the only time I would use a razor is for my wrists when um, Trump is reelected. Um, <laughs> I, I did a razor the third time and that's why it went awry. I got cocky and used a razor. You know, you made a huge mistake because they, in fact, even when a professional uses a razor on my hair, it turns it very pubic. Like it, even when I iron it, it makes the ends too wild. It doesn't work for me. I'm not going to do it again. No. I've learned my lesson. I got cocky in the quarantine. You know what I did? 
go on Ulta. I bought two pairs of scissors. I bought normal shears from a company called From, but it's like F-R-O-M-M. Write it down. And then I got a pair of thinning shears. The thinning shears are, and you have a lot of hair. You know, people, uh, yeah, people think this is an orthodox wig from Crown Heights. I have to insist. I have to tug it for people (laughs) so they see it's actually attached. Um, Yes. But they, um, I got that. So what I did was I did a length around cut, including the back, Arden. Look, I did it's a good job. It's so good. You right? did such a good job. And the <laughs> color. Okay, I wait, so you did. A, so you did a lengthening thing all around. So I did and a then- length, length all around. And then I took the thinning shears and, and yeah. sometimes with the regular shears. And then that's, I cut in starting from okay. about here. You just slowly, slowly. It took okay, a long time. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You have to I'm cut into it. the hair and that's what gives it shape. And then the now, front. Yeah. It's so good. I I also nobody thinks I have an orthodox wig, but people think I remember doing. I remember thinking, um, I, I did when when they did the new Mister Show they did with Bob and David. Oh, yeah. David Cross said he was directing the episode, and I came out, and he said, "Oh no, your real hair is fine. You don't need to wear a wig." That's and so nice. It was <laughs> I told you that I had a woman at TSA once feel my hair for knives. Like in casino, <laughs> I walked through the thing. I beeped, and she took her glove and went into yeah. my hair, and she said, "I thought it was a piece." And I said, "No." Can I say I've also had that happen? Mm-hmm. I've had a gloved hand through my hair because it beeped, and they assumed I have so much hair that I was hiding, hiding, hiding shit in the hair. <laughs> it's a funny thing, and you know, as a blonde, I'm surprised you have such thick hair because normally so the stereotype I'm a is ginger. I'm a ginger. That's why. That's why. Number two, second question. That's what now I was debate. So I'm a ginger. So my natural hair is coming. It's not as exciting anymore coming in, but I'm, I wanted a few highlights, but I, so I would be, part of me was like, I can't lighten my own hair. No. Maybe I just dye it redder. First of all, I think you would be an absolute adorable redhead because you're, you know what? You have the personality of a redhead. It's the operating system. When you're the only ginger in school, that's how your person, like that. this is a defense mechanism that comes out. <laughs> It's really true. I get it. It's, you know, it's funny. Yeah. I think that it's like, I will always have the personality of like a bullied tall girl. You know what I mean? Like we, I could become hot as shit model quality. It will not matter internally. I'm always on edge. Absolutely. You know, I was Barb from stranger things till sixth grade. You know that I actually know that's not true. Like till about 10th grade for me, ninth. I guess 19 was around when I started to like get any attention. And it was only in Chicago with comedy guys. It was never, it was never like in the, it was never in like a school setting that I made sense where people played like group sports. Like I didn't make sense in that world. I was just talking about, I think this morning on my, on at Sirius about how every girl I knew in New York joined a thing called Zog Sports. Do you know what that is? No, it sounds like something from Star Trek, doesn't it? Like Zog Sports, yes. but all yes. these basic girls and no offense if you did join it. Every girl joined it to me, guys. It was like it was before Tinder really was a thing. And it was just Great. an easy way to meet guys who were straight, who yes. lived in the city, who worked at a bank. And if that's what you wanted, you were a Zog Sport girl. And I used to think if I showed up at the dodgeball court, the men would flee. They would literally run from me because oh I'm bigger God. than all of them. I remember this. I remember this. Yes. I remember people were going bat shit. It was for like the sort of fun intramural sports of people's youth. Yes. That, and people were, I remember that. And it was and colored it was like t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, I would love for you to sign up for that. Can you now imagine? In 20, I would love for that. I would like 2020. But no, so... Uh, so, you, but you do feel like you, I mean, I have to say, I've been watching you on Instagram. Oh, thanks. And 
you're always a stunner, but I feel like you have an extra pandemic glow. Is that safe to say that you're like something, there's a little extra something that you're thriving in the quarantine? Let me tell you what I think is happening to me. Tell me. Um, I'm not eating as much as I was. This is really true. I, I, I was at first. I, um, I feel like I've kind of had this bell curve thing happen where I was really eating a lot of pasta. There was a place called Pizza Stop that I would order delivery from and they knew me. Delicious food. I get ZD. I mean, I was like Michael Phelpsing. Like I was full (laughs) Phelps. And I think out of boredom and also out of not knowing what was going to happen, I was drinking a lot of wine. I was leaning in. So everybody, like you're doing what every, the natural human thing to yes. survival. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it all. And then I bought Cheerios at Costco. The Cheerios for me were the turning point. I'm going to tell you what happened. And I'll make it quick because I haven't even promoted your book yet or told people I to follow you. And it's Arden this Marine. I have Bachelor. Arden, by the way, Arden, maybe I'm going to say maybe one of my favorite people in comedy. Ah! I really mean that from my heart. From my Thank heart you. to you. You know, I adore you so much. And the nicest. Like, you're just really one of the good ones. Now, listen. Not because you're complimenting me. I bought about a trough full of Cheerios at Costco for $5. And I, I thought, love cereal. What's not to love? I it's love the it. most delicious. It's heroin. I love it. It is. It's a problem. It's, I can't have it in my home. It's like truly like me having a loaded gun and a child in the same room. It's, you that, can't do it. That, that's me. It's, it's, I can't do it with cereal. I can't do it with peanut butter. Me and the peeny boo, forget it. I will. You Girl, that's what I'm boo? looking for. I need a peeny boo. Me and the peeny boo. Me and my peeny boo. How do I get peeny boo? I need Giancarlo it. Esposito was ready to be your peeny boo. Never forget. Oh, we could talk Never. about that on the, yes, on the podcast. Yes, Eddie Murphy, when you're single, peeny boo. <laughs> <laughs> Call her. Eddie and Call Giancarlo. Her. I must have looked really good that night, but wait. Oh, yeah, that okay. Gus, Gus Fring from uh, Breaking Bad really, yes. you know, he never Call- called me, took my number, never That's called. That's probably for the best. That was, you were getting close talk, but exciting. I would, he will. I just need to, we need the pandemic to end. I need to come to New York. I need to wing woman you. Okay, wait, wait Cheerios. Get, we'll get Cheerios. there in a minute, actually. And, and Okay, I love this plan and I will pay for your ticket out here, but wait. So basically, bought these Cheerios, was eating them morning, noon, and night. There was not a time I didn't want them. I would put honey on it. I was. It's a problem. And I truly was looking in the mirror, Arden, and I was like, yeah. what? More so than the pasta. I was like, what the fuck happened? I gained 15 pounds in college, not from beer and pizza, from cere- from the cereal bar. It was a never-ending bowl. I was like, oh, there's some milk left. I got to go get more. And I would do like life cereal, granola, the granola. Granola will put Forget you in it. an early grave. Granola I, will kill I, you. Yeah. I, so I would do like honey bunches of oats. Like I would do like a mix. And so that I'd pour it in and then I'd add more milk and then I would be have milk left over. It was like 88 bowls in one bowl because I got to like keep adding until the, the milk's gone. You, uh, the milk cereal ratio that you're bringing up is yeah. like... Talmudic to me. It's almost religious because I know it like I feel spiritual when you talk about it because I'm so familiar mm-hmm. with it. So it's anyway, so comforting. I comforting. got rid of all. I haven't had milk in at least a month, if not longer. Okay. I've cut milk. Right. I've tried. I know. I remember Arden when you came to MTV. This is how long I've known you when I worked there. Right. I love this. And you and you're absolutely so adorable and you're always very fit and very slim. And I said to you, what do you and I said, like, how do you do it? Or maybe you just told me you go, I have it. I don't eat sugar. And it's actually stayed with me. Well, I'll tell you because I grow, I was, I'm five, three, I'm small boned. And so for me, I was a size 16 all through like, through yeah. And so like, I come from short, puffy people. My dad ate his way to diabetes, like fully my genetic makeup. And 
So I was like, oh, that's just my deal. Like, I'm not that athletic. I don't like, and yeah. I have a slow metabolism, but I love to eat. And I just, but I, I realized for me, and just like with the cereal bar, like my friends could have one cookie or one cupcake. And then I'd be like, give me all, give me that box. Like, like a, I just wanted all of it. And so yeah. that was when I realized I was like, oh, I'm not to be trusted. Like, I am out of control. I am a dirty, dirty gutter rat. Like, I was out of control. And so I was like, oh, it's easier for me to have none than to, like, moderate and yeah. have, like, a cook, like a little dessert here. It's like, I don't want a little dessert. I want all the dessert. And so I once I stopped that, agree. I lost, like, 30 pounds. And I've kept it off. No, you're because you're you're absolutely so cute and you're very petite. And I always think of Jada De Laurentiis. So, you know, I always says, uh, oh. I always say she looks just like, um, who do I say? Pat Sajak? Yes. No, 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 no. Chris Harrison. I'm sorry. She's identical twins yes. with Chris Harrison. Yes. Yes. Giada and She's... Chris Harrison are facial twins. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to think of that tonight when I watch the goat episode of whichever one it is. I don't the know. Allie's this week, time. maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I still don't watch it. It's torture. I, I haven't been watching. but I only do it because I have to do it. I have, like, a contractual <sighs> obligation to do it. But, like, they're the, it's the worst. I love The Bachelor so much, and it's the worst way to watch. Like, do you want to take all the fun out of a really fun thing? Let's do it all in one night and take all the fun out and drag it on with like 88 Zoom interviews. It's just awful. awful. I, I, you discussing it, I feel like I just lost weight. Like I feel spiritually so free. And heavy. I, I, that I, I'm not watching it because yes. I knew it was going to be bad. Like I Yes, just, it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Okay, wait. I love that you're Giada. Yes, Giada and Chris Hart. Yes. Giada and Chris. But Giada's someone who, I mean, the bitch is cooking all fucking day long. Pasta, pizzas, breads, this and that. And is, I mean, miniature, like, skeleton lady what i have a theory about giada because i'm, so I'm obsessed with, i'm obsessed with it too i've watched so when you watch like a mary berry on like a great british bake-off mary berry she'll get in there and she chows it down she's a tiny lady but she'll take a bite giada she like she like bites the tines of the fork she takes like a like right at the tip just like a little like and she'll actually like her teeth will hit the metal. You know what yes. I mean? She, like, I hate people who eat like that her, on her dates. Sometimes <laughs> I'll see. I'm gonna use this pen. I'll see yeah. like if I'm you know I always yeah. eavesdrop and, yeah. and yeah. eyes drop sure. on yeah. dates where I like stare at people when yeah. women eat like this because men don't do that. It's a female no. thing where they go and they drag yeah. the food off the I fork can't. with their teeth. I'm sorry yeah. again if you're a listener who does that. Know that I I see you and I don't like it. I think no, it's you- oh it's so bad. Giada does that, and I think it's literally so she can look like she's taking a big bite. And I think there's like no food. I think, like I think Padma, she takes a bite. Padma eats. Padma eats. Padma eats. Yeah. Top Tommy's Gail will eat. Gail but eats. Giada, Giada's Alton will eat. Giada's just like. You know what we call that? We call that SpongeBobbing it because I feel like on SpongeBob there are plenty of moments where you'll see a bite of food and then yes. from the frame the huge teeth will come in and take yes. one molecule of it. One so little just, tiny bite. Yeah, I'll you're right. also notice in acting scenes, in acting scenes in particular, if they've in a comedy, if they've cast like a beautiful gal that they're trying to make a comedian, it's like okay, <laughs> like. You gotta chow, like you gotta take the real bite of the. Fr- I don't care if it's the seven hundredth take. Like eat the free. If you're in a food scene, yes. Don't pretend to take a bite of a potato chip. Like eat the fucking potato chip. Ask for a spit bucket if you need it. But like eat the food. Just eat the food. You gotta eat the food. Do like, you eat the food? Because you you've been in so yes. many things. You eat it, even yes. if it's bad. I always eat the. I really? o- I always eat the food. I somehow is there sort of a fun thing of like. Because I know when I watch, I know when I watch that, like, I, 
I, I, I'm so I get taken out of a scene if somebody's not actually eating. I, I know they're pretending they're pushing it around and then mm. they do the giada bite. I can't do it. Well, I have friends who have eating disorders who do exactly that. They'll order a buffet. And I know I say oh, yeah. it wrong, but then the food will come and it's really how much of this can I rip apart with my fork and knife? It's sad to me, actually. And then push around yes. my plate. I'll have three bites of it and I'll make it look like I ate. But really, I just had three bites. And I always think, it's, you know, that that's a funny thing. It's sad. I have noticed that particularly with salads, there's a lot of rummaging around. Rummaging. Pu- pushing and rummaging because I'm the fastest. I mean, no. my my brother and I are so disgusting. My dad used to just steal food off of our plate. So you have to eat defensively. And... <laughs> So, and so, I mean, like, literally, like, and he would never sit. He would just eat. He would just hover around the table, and then he'd dive bomb it. He'd just, he, I think he thought it didn't count it's like if a it pelican. was your food. Yeah. yeah. He was like a pelican. <laughs> exactly. So he was like, he was like, he would come in, he'd steal it, and then he'd leave. So it's like, or like a seagull. Like a seagull, yes. if you're at, like, a beach fair, like, he's going to come steal your corn dog. So, like, there was something that was like a mania to, when we would have guests over, we would just shovel the food in so fast. Because wow. he probably wasn't going to eat the guest food. He's only going to eat our food. So I'm so fast. And when I've eaten with my friends who probably have some food things and they're doing the push and the shove, I can't figure out how they still have so much food left when mine is gone within two and a half seconds. Like, I don't understand what I don't because they appear to be interacting. It's like they're interacting. It's a it's a whole it's like a kabuki theater show. (laughs) Basically, I'm a human Dyson myself. And actually, my mother, who's on earlier this week, is the fastest eater of them all. My mother will literally clean a plate in 10 seconds. And I will have, you know, I'm a fairly fast eater. I was also taught, however, to always leave something on the plate, leave something for the chef. I was oh. told to never clean my plate glowing, uh, growing up. Glowing up. Do you and still do up. that? Glowing up. <laughs> when I was glowing up. <laughs> did you go to glow up school? <laughs> I did. I'm in the new glow ups three um, with Tim Allen. I um, No, but I, I still do do that. I've never at a restaurant. I was told very ugly to not leave, even if it's like the garnish or like a potato or a I bite. Feel like the- I mm. wish I had that. I feel like you're more of a lady. I feel like you you would do better on The Bachelor where nobody eats. It's like, quite I feel ladylike, like, yes. I was really raised to be very uh, sort of, I think my mother in a past life was like European royalty. Like she has a very yes. snobby, but she's, but I was saying even earlier, this is the theme of the week, is that I'm actually very middle class, but yes. coming from a mother who like, really thought that we were from royal lineage when we're not grandeur. No question. Because that's why it's actually surprising to me because I get that whole vibe. Just just following her journey on your journey on your Instagram, I'm surprised that when you told me she ate fast, that was like a, huh. Like in my mind, Mm. she would do the European cut with like the upside down fork and knife. In my mind, she would do the like put the knife down, swap the fork to the hand. No, and, like, that's dainty. very poo pooed upon in my family. That's a very American thing. What you just, I'm actually so happy you said that. Thank you and, so much. No, I really am, Arden, because you're, you have to understand, like, I care so much about etiquette. Like, weirdly, I've yes. always grown up. I used to read Miss Manners for fun on the toilet as a teenager. Okay. I love it. These big books. And something my mother taught me that was just like the most heinous thing, and it's a very American thing is when you take the fork and knife. And again, apologies. I feel like I'm I'm no, pushing I away need... so many listeners by judging them for this. But I feel like I'm learning. I feel like I'm going to now leave food on my plate. Just a bite. Um, Just a bite. When okay. you take the fork and knife, you cut, and then you put the knife down and swap hands. Very uh, not a European way of eating. 
That was very poo-pooed upon. I got in trouble in Vegas with my parents because we sat down at a, I think we were at Prime or some steakhouse. Uh, It was Prime at the Bellage, which we love. And I had been in this, um, in the throes of purchasing China for myself at the time. It's a whole other story. I was buying buying Rosenthal China. It was a whole thing. Very exciting. And we sat down and Arden was like the most beautiful China. It had like gold leafing and turquoise, something on it. I remember being like... And I sat and I picked the plate up empty. Like we had just sat down to flip it over to see who made this China because I was going to research it. And I thought she was going to punch me in the face. She goes, you never flip China over. I was like, in what book did you read that? That I can't flip a plate over. But that's the level of analness that I was sort of raised with. I remember going, my brother and I were not. And I remember getting yelled at at somebody else's house. My brother, I watched my brother in front of my mom. This woman yelled at my brother because he left a spoon in a bowl of soup. Yeah, that's and very poo-pooed. Mm-hmm. And my mom was sitting right there and she was like, who raised you? <laughs> but don't you think that nowadays no one gives a shit about manners anymore? Am I wrong? No. No, and I I feel I actually would love to send myself to like I would do an afternoon etiquette like a dining etiquette. Yes. I feel that I I've had to go on a few fancy meals with people that make me panic, you know. So I, I remember not okay, this is gonna sound so gross, but like I did a play that Steve Martin wrote. It was the play that Amy Schumer wrote. So he took us all out for Excuse dinner. Excuse me, remember, tell me everything because you okay, know me too. I'm with Steve with Martin. Go on. But so he was like on my wall as a child, like he was it. But and I remember thinking, so they were saying Steve wants to take you, it was a four-person cast. He was like, Steve wants to take you and the other cast members out for dinner. Which normally, like if it was anybody else, I would be so jealous. But then the act of having to eat. And sit next to Steve Martin. Oh and I God. also heard that he doesn't like swearing. So, like, I was in a panic and a panic. I think I did swear at dinner. Like, just, I, so I was, it was more wanting to, cause he's also like a New Yorker writer. You know what I mean? He's elegant. He's always in cashmere. He's, he's as uh, you would want, as advertised. Even with his banjo, he's oh, yeah. in a suit. He's, yeah. he always, he's always looked 55. He doesn't stray from that age from 20 to 80. That's what that's yeah. what is so fascinating in person. He still completely looks just like Steve Martin because yeah. he went white so young. So looking back now as a little girl, I just assumed he I'm sure he was probably only 30, but I probably thought he was like 50 just because his hair was white. That's right. Yeah. He's so handsome. Oh. He's so cute. He's he looks exactly the same. He couldn't be sweeter. Is he funny in person or is he more mellow? Because sometimes people who are hilarious can be a little bit. Um, no, introspective, you know, he's quiet. So I'd also been warned about that. Like I heard he was quiet, but he was funny. I, so I think I was just like, but the, my internal dialogue the whole time was like, calm it down, Arden. Don't, don't be needy. You're here as a, like as an actress, you're a theater yeah. person, pretend you're elegant, act like you went to Juilliard. You know what I mean? Like, so like, it was like, cool it, cool it, cool. Like it was a lot of self-soothing, but I found that if I kept so it cool and mm. acted you know, just like a normal person asking about his weekend and like just try to act like I would with anybody You're else. on his level. That's the trick. Yes. That's the secret to ever befriending a celebrity. Yes. You have to not give a shit. Never ask about their projects. No. Be so bored. Be like when they're like, oh, filming the next Marvel movie. I'd be like, oh, yes. whatever. What? Okay. Yes. Uh, I mean, do you want me to pick up dinner? Like just pretend yes. like you could give a shit. That's the first step. 
in my did experience. Did I ask him what he did that weekend? Like yeah. then, you know, so then we talked about his dog, stuff like that. And then I found what was fun was during the rehearsal process. And, when, and, and with plays, you get so much longer rehearsal than, you, you know, in TV or movies. Like right. you go, you do it, and you leave that day. And like, so it was interesting. It was fun to, um, it was fun to work because, did you read his book? Did I you read his book, Standing Up? Did read his book, actually, yes. So I, remember, I reread it before I worked with him again, but like, yeah, how he's so precise. Like, he's very, he's sort of very funny. Math- uh. He's so mathematical, too, about yeah. it. So it was fun to, it was fun to rehearse and like, my brain liked, like, it was, I felt like our brains, I'm not saying I could write like him, but like, I felt as far as performing, I understood what he was looking for, for of like, a crisp setup for like the joke delivery. I don't know. It was very fun. It was so exciting. I just I, adore him. I understand everything you're saying. I have theories about, um, I, I've said this many times, but about comedians also just being naturally good at math or music because yes. it's timing. It's all about counting the beats, figuring out where it's like math for language is what I always say. Cause it's like figuring that out, you know? Well, it was interesting watching and this is going to sound so I, I so say interesting. This as like, yeah, I've done a few plays and like and, the, and I used to feel really, you know, that are sort of fancier. And I and I used to feel really insecure that I didn't go to like a Yale or a Juilliard or whatever. Yeah. But I really think that, you know, like that, that in some ways doing stand up, it, like it, it helps prepare you that if you can be on stage. But it was interesting just during the rehearsal process when somebody else would ask about a line or a joke or like you know, why, why does it say, you know, the meaning of this person wanting an eggplant? And his response was just like, eggplants are funny. And for me, I got, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like eggplants a funny vegetable. If you're going to pick a vegetable, an eggplant is a funny vegetable. Yeah. But that they, but the trained, the really trained person really needed to know the why. And the math part of my brain was like, no, that's the right answer for the equation. He figured out the right variable. Like, that's right. It doesn't matter why. It's like because it's a it's just the surface level of because it's funny. Ugh, like, also, that makes me hate actors. Like, you're going to ask Steve Martin why he picked a perfect word for a perfect joke. Shut the fuck up. That should teach that I, at Juilliard, too. Shut up. I, I mean, I'm literally oh like, Give me a memorize break. the words, read it as written, yeah. trust that it's Steve Martin, and then just say the lines. I would actually be, I, he should hire me to just like get people in check. I'd be like, shut the yes. fuck up, even though he doesn't you like sh- cursing. Like, just yes, shut up. Shut the frick up. Shut the frick up. <laughs> I'd be so angry. Peeny Boo and I talk. Peeny, Peeny, Peeny Boo, Boo will make me laugh so much. Do you want to be proud of me, though? We were talking about cereal. Uh, oh, to finish that off, by the way, I got rid of the Cheerios, and I've been very good about eating. I want to say in the past three weeks, I've been yes. really eating less. And I think once you start doing it, it just happens naturally, where you're just like, okay, now I'm on that beat. Like, Following I'm finding that. that hard in the quarantine. I'm finding that I'm trying and that I feel like I'm slowly, my pants are slowly getting a little bit tighter. I stopped going to the supermarket. Okay. Because what would happen is I would go to the market because I was also yeah. in the same idea, I think, as you. And just by being a Jewish person, naturally being like, are they coming for me? I need to have supplies here. Yeah. So I would yeah. really overstock my fridge. And then yeah. once it's in the house, forget, forget it. it. It's in my body. Although I have a whole jar from Costco of natural almond butter that I've had since March and I've not opened it. It's still here. I think here. that's the key. Treat it for like end of days, like locusts. Like the locusts are here. Murder hornets. Like, I open it. The murder hornets yeah, yeah, are yeah. here. That's what you're going to survive. Mm-hmm. Like if like a crazy hurricane, perfect storm is coming and you got to like Sandy's here again. Part two. That is going to be you and a spoon of the two almond butter. Two fingers in the jar. Alive. Two fingers yeah. in. Costanza yeah. that to the mouth. <laughs> 
that's what the plan is. So yeah, but, I think um, that's a good yeah. plan. I feel I feel good about that. It's weird. I've noticed some people have. Uh, I definitely gained weight. I, I was up ten pounds at one point. So like, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to like lose that basically. But um, I have noticed I'm some people. Four. Yeah, but you're, I mean, I know on your frame it's Proport- a lot. Proportional, yeah, yeah. proportional. I've still about the same amount. Okay, can we talk Bachelor? Can we just talk? Hold bachelor? on a minute. I teased on Tuesday's episode that you're coming on the show. I refuse to talk about it because okay, I okay, said okay. my Bachelor girl's coming on. Claire yeah. Crawley, not from Downton Abbey, from Bachelor. Um, yeah. she was made the Bachelorette. I was, as you know, not excited. I was not enthused yeah, about no. her. No. I was only excited that she was 38, now 39. That was the only thing, which was exciting to me. But that aside was, from that, that was aside it. from no one was excited. No one was excited. And she's then, such a wet blanket. She really is just such a I've now since watched all of Juan Pablo's season. So I've I've seen her on that. I've seen her on Winter Games. I've seen her on two seasons of of uh, Paradise. Paradise. Yeah. I'm gonna have to say this is not the girl. I'm, you know that Arden is somewhat... Arden, remind me what sign you are astrologically. Sag. I'm a Sag, Sag, Super Sag. Are you really three times Sag? Yeah. No I'm major, way. I'm like, I'm like full Sag. I am Sag rising, Sag moving. I'm just a Sag. That's interesting. I actually don't know a lot about Sag. You're one of the few Sages that I know. I, I don't know what that textbook, means. I am textbook Sag. What's, so wait, you when's your birthday? December 10th. Uh, oh, no, I do know another one. Okay. My friend Ben, I think, is the same day as you. The point is, this is great, great content, um, is that I feel like you rarely talk shit like you're not you know sometimes you know people who are like negative people yes that's no. not who you are and the fact no. that you're being this honest about it should tell the listeners that she means it like this is not just talking out of turn no I think that I was excited for Claire in that she was an adult woman like right. that was fun because it was getting younger and younger and younger they were all getting and and I was grateful for a little intervention on the pageant world I was kind of getting tired you know, starting in Colton season, they oh brought God. in all the pageants and then Hannah, like it's like it's just been like like a straight filter from all the pageants. Who's the girl who ended up she looks like Gizmo uh, with Dean? Who's that one? Oh, Kayla? Uh, Kaylin. 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 Yeah, yeah. Go on. Kaylin. Kaylin. I mean, I feel like Dean is good for her. I feel like she needed a little van life. I feel like she needed a Dean little is good bit. for anybody, Arden. He's the handsomest man I've ever met in my life. Me too. Okay. Period. So when I'm, so he did our show at Outside Lands Music Festival. And it it was like staring into the sun. It yeah, was too bright. His and I remember my friend. One of my very best friends is a wonderful, out, proud gay lady, married to her beautiful wife with two kids. And he turned like, her. He had to have. He literally. He turned. He her. goes. Yeah. He goes. He's like Lori. You're not coming to the out with us after Lori. You've got to stay. And she was like, "Am I gonna fuck Dean? Like, do I have to fuck Dean?" I was she like, "Curly, can you to. pass? You have to fuck Dean. Like, yeah, you have to fuck Dean." She truly was like, "I think her wife would be like, if you need to fuck Dean, you can fuck." Dean. Side note: He's a permanent hall pass for gays, lesbians, straights. <laughs> There's there should be no um no rainbow color that wouldn't want to fuck Dean. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he is so. Perfect looking. And he's sweet. He's a nice guy. He's sweet as could be. I'm going to put him in this category. I'm Do you remember when we're talking? This is a real blast from like a, like at least 18 years past. Okay. I was very young. When the world, when Vanity Fair was like, guys, Matthew McConaughey, he's it. And they like, because young Matthew McConaughey was hot. He was fiery and sexy and kind of danger and Texan. That young, sexy Vanity Fair McConaughey cover I feel that Dean has that movie star quality. He's and a movie then, star, then, yeah. He's he a doesn't, movie star. McConaughey never did it for me, so I always Jared found Lito. him a little bit dirty. Say it again. Jared Leto was my first. Jordan Catalano. Jordan he's got was, that. Jordan was my sexual awakening. Jordan was when I 
I did a movie with him once. He held my hand. He I'm going to have funny. a heart attack. Oh, my God. Okay, I did a movie with him. What I movie was, was it? It was it was terrible. It was called Highway. It was with Selma Blair, Jake Gyllenhaal, Ooh. and Jared Leto. Wow. I was Jake Gyllenhaal's, like, loser girlfriend <gasps> that they, like, made jokes about. I started off giving him a terrible blowjob. And then and then Jared Leto, after I filmed my, he grabbed my hand, and he goes, you're so funny. And I literally couldn't speak. I didn't want to wash my hand. <laughs> Jordan Catalano, like, because I was, like, the loser. I was, like, the, like, who, yeah. would, who would fuck her? You know what I mean? I was, like, they, like, I was, like, the joke. Like, ha, ha. Like, you got to get out of it from away from her and Can we uh, write that movie by the way who would fuck her would yes! sell out like we let's yes! write that over zoom at some point because it would oh be God, we, we could really write should, that we could write that be, i feel that that's how i paid my rent for so many like are you, you would fuck her like that <laughs> and meanwhile way, you're like hot that's the thing that's so upsetting oh about God, hollywood it's I'm like fine. i can take it i'll take it no but you you're gorgeous it's it, like but what if you're a redhead it was when i had red hair uh, red hair and you're funny Red hair and funny equals mm. who would fuck her. The second I became blonde, I became the stalker. It's like, I did fuck her, but she won't stop calling. That's that was so like the hair color. So the blonde hair got you fucked, but not like, you still don't want, it's still more like the Isla Fisher and Wedding Crasher vibe. Yes. You do look like her, actually. You must oh, get that a lot. You. Thank oh, you. You do look I'll like her. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I love her. So, so that on. was, so that was, uh, yeah, Jared Leto grabbed my hand and it was too much. I would say it was a similar feeling to talking to Dean. Like Dean was... I felt starstruck. I felt palpitations. He was present and adorable, but also distracted like a moth. He's like so tall. First of all, he's shockingly humongous. And hot. I know we've talked about this probably in your podcast, but I met him on some Bachelor Facebook Live. Who the fuck even knows? You know, I, I never say no to a job. You know that. No. And it was no. him and like Ashley. And I forget who else was there. Um, she's stunning. She's She's, she's stunning. literally gorgeous like and she's a delight I do like her a lot she doesn't get I mean she gets credit for being beautiful but I don't think in the way that she should like people think she's like the crier but she's actually like a naturally much prettier Kardashian is who she looks like I agree with you like when you meet her in person I remember she said she had no makeup on and she was so pretty stunning stunning but Dean was there go on everyone I've met from that franchise even like the people that are like the C-list like Annalise has done my she's so beautiful she's like Sharon Tate in her prime like so stunning but they made because she was a crier so they treated her like she was such a babe so nice okay Dean Dean no Dean came in and I I remember I didn't like the outfit I had on I had some ribbed dress on I don't even remember and he was definitely dressed a little bit like forever 21 men's clearance section like he had I love this. A I ripped black jean and like a t-shirt. He looked very, and he, I ju- I literally was like how you are. I couldn't speak. Like I looked at him and I was like, yeah. I cannot believe, I thought he was going to be five, eight. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, and I'm six foot one. So when I meet a guy who's taller than me, yes. I have a lot of, I've openly spoken about my theories about tall men where I'm so used to looking either straight ahead or down that when yes. I meet a guy who's bigger than me, it completely changes my personality. The second my head has to tilt up, even a hair, I'm oh, yeah. I'm completely yes. different. Like I'm not myself. Yes. yes. <laughs> You're having a moment. I love, <laughs> I love this. Yes. And so I was so, and he also was like rubbing my leg and rubbing my back. He was sitting right next to me. I love this for you. And I just was like, I don't know what to do. Like I actually felt like Oh huh? Like I didn't know how to oh God. be human. It was truly, I went into full golem mode. Basically. I was like a clay monster. I couldn't speak. I was I in full I golem mode. I had to try to track down his W9. That, good Sexy. Luck, that's like trying to give a, a kitten a bath. Okay. You're wrangling a fucking, 
he even said to me, like, what is a signature? It's like, dude, I'm just trying to get you your money. But anyway, I feel like you need to get in on that and, like, break up. I, I want this for you. Yeah, you're going to see needs- me in a van. I mean, I would, especially no, you- now. You know, I, I mean- tell you, for the next year, I would live in a van. I'm not joking. While I I, I read on Twitter, someone wrote, what? You'd at least have an adventure if you were in a van. I actually, I've got to tell you something. For this next year, I don't really have to be home. So I'm like, where can I go? And of course, the irony is that when that happens, I can't go anywhere. It's like, I know. that is just the biggest fuck you to me. You have no clue. I know. I know. I know. I'm, I know. I know. I, I want to go to I've, London. I'm like, should, should I go there? But how can I plan I anything? What if I can never come back? Sort of the dream. But like, I know. You know? I was offered something. Where? Overseas? It was in England. <gasps> I think was I'm she- going. I think I'm going November, December. I mean, they have like no cases. It's low mm, right now. No. They're, it's they're high up. again. It's yeah, high yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be That's up. what I got nervous about. There wasn't enough testing to make me comfortable. Like to me, the temperature checks aren't enough. And as an actor, you're going to have no mask on for three weeks. And I'm just like, I just, I don't want to get COVID. It's a surefire to- ticket to COVID. I think I had it. So I'm kind of like a little bit. I mean, I'm wearing masks obviously everywhere, but I'm but a little bit more. But the antibodies go away. They go I know. Down. So I need it they again. Okay, but let wait. me also, oh, go on. Bachelor. Okay. Bachelor. We so have to Claire, go back to Claire. Okay. Yes. So apparently, so word on the street, there's a few sets of, there's a few rumors. Yes. Spoiler alert. So one rumor is, well, there's two about Claire. One is that she found her guy within 12 days and wanted out. I heard that too, that uh, she gave him the first uh, impression rose. Oh, and, okay. Oh, I heard that she gave. Don't tell me too many. Don't tell me too many spoilers. I don't want to know anymore. I won't tell you who. I don't know who. I don't want to know, but if you say first impression, no, don't tell me more. Oh, I see what you mean. Well, that's a rumor. And you know that those rumors never really mean anything. So the other don't rumor is that she's been behaving badly. <gasps> now, that that per- now, now that, that I believe. Now that I believe. And that production, and that production is, and that, so then the second rumor is, which is on deadline today, is that Tasha is now quarantining and like, in like a jetpack flying over the like El Mirage, wherever they are out, like the the Rancho Mirage. Rancho Mirage, uh huh. Which is supposed to be really not like a five star resort. Like, Side note, so- why are we not there? I would see, I would go to like Santa Barbara for a month, you know? I feel like the Tyler Perry Bachelor NBA bubble method is the only way to do it. The only way, like, just rent a res- get in the resort. That's what you have to do. You just got to anyway. Um, so apparently Tasha. So they're saying there's gonna be two bachelorettes, which is, I mean, so great. Side note, that is the only way that I will be OK with Claire. You know, obviously they're going to air her seasons because truly it would, you know, in a bachelor first, you know, that Harrison is going to milk it for all it's worth. Oh, God, um, yeah. Of course, they're going to be like, and we've never done this before, which they really haven't, which is like she finds love so quickly or whatever happens. I'll tell you this. If she was behaving badly, if that's actually true. Then they're going to have to edit it in a way where she does find someone like we'll never really know. Did she find someone or was she acting poorly? And they said, pick someone because you're out. Either way is possible. I feel like watching what happened on Bachelor Winter Games with she and that French guy. Oh, God. Benoit. Benoit. Unbearable. That I almost almost feel like she could be like. manipulated into thinking like no Brian's the one like like this is it he's got he ticks all the boxes yeah 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 that I feel like if they were sick of if they're sick of her I think if they're sick of her they could manipulate her into thinking he's it you found it like if they were so over her yeah I agree with that 100% because you know they're like Swami is there I feel like they can make you think whatever you want that's their gift as producers um 100% I'm excited for Tasha. 
I oh liked God. her. She's fabulous. She's funny, beautiful. Um, I liked her and John Paul Jones. Love JPJ and her. She's got. She seems down to earth. Like her vibe yes. is sweet. Um, yes. I'd be down for that. Are you excited for Matt? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I I think he's, I, first of all, I think it's good to get slightly outside of the franchise because they used to do that. Some fresh blood. I know. Um, I think he's so handsome. He's to die for. I love that he's Tyler's best friend. He I thought seems he was really... Ben Higgins' best friend. No, he's Tyler's oh, he's best Tyler. friend. Tyler. I was well, by the way, I confuse them for a reason because you, love you know both. that you know that I live for Ben Higgins. I know he's engaged now. But Ben was, I would say, more so than even Dean, the handsomest man I've ever met. Like I met Ben and I was like, I will convert to Christianity. Like, what do you need me to do? Tell I'll me worship your God. What? I I did his podcast and zoomed. So I haven't I haven't met him in person. Uh... He's hotter than Dean. Well, Dean, I would say is like physically. I like how we're we're just breaking it down. Dean is yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, physically, I'd say more jaw dropping. But I mean, Ben is also such a big boy, and like he's so sweet. He's the nicest. Oh he's just like, and he he's loves so to nice. laugh. You know, he that's yeah, a different. He's sweet. He he's laughed sweet. at everything I said, which you know for me is like that's oh, my I crack. Love this. That's my. Yeah. You know my you know my one um my fetish is when I make a man laugh, but he doesn't want me to know that he thinks I'm funny, so he'll hide his laugh for me. <gasps> Like, it's almost oh like reverse God. geisha. Like, when he hides his laugh, yes! I'm like, oh, my, oh God. my God. I love that. Oh, my God. I love. I feel okay, like I'll you tell did that. You, I'm going to tell you who I met that was as handsome and tall. Go on. Ben Z, very handsome and tall. Why can't I picture Ben Z? Ben not- Z, his mom passed away. He loved his dog. He talked too much about his dog on Paradise. Super oh, handsome. Zorn. Ben Zorn. Ben, ben Zorn. Zorn. Okay, go on. He was super hot. Also hot. Super tall, hot, and handsome. Mm-hmm. He was from, um, he's best friends with Dean, Alex. He was the Russian accountant. Oh, the accountant. little guy he's to die for. He's short no, though, no, no, right? No, 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 he's super tall. Alex what? the Russian, Alex the, no, there's two Alexes. I met that Alex, also handsome in person. He, ben was, Zorn doesn't do it for me, just via No, he's Google. not dirty enough. He's not dirty he's, enough. Uh, not for me, not for me. Yeah, too no, nice guy. Mm-hmm. Alex the Russian accountant. Alex, you're, uh, you. I know who you mean. I, I know exactly who he is. Um. Alex accountant Russian. Yes. Alex Russian accountant. He's his last name because of the Y. Um, Bachelor. I'm looking at us. Friends with Dean. He has a lot of Dean Instagram posts. He's super hot. Really nice. Really nice. Um, they're all hot. I mean, listen, but you know what? They're all very LA to me. Every guy that comes yeah. on, they never, you know, they never, they should like expand it, especially now that Netflix and HBO max and Hulu oh. are opening up their doors to so much international programming, which by the way, has been the only good thing of quarantine Indian matchmaker, Indian matchmaker, art in first dates, UK, Ireland, New Zealand, Australia, obsessed what? with that Wait, show. What? what? Oh, 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 we, uh, one second. Uh, first dates. You have to watch first dates. Okay. Start okay, with okay. first dates hotel. Then watch First States UK. I've watched every okay. episode available on HBO Max. Um, do you like? I'm writing it on the back of a pen box. <laughs> oh, fun! That's a good place to do paper. it. I don't have any paper, but I will do this. No, but okay, all these okay. shows. I I feel like watching these shows. I'm realizing that what the what Bachelor is missing for me is a. Uh, I want to say Anglophile, but really I'm just a non-American file is guys from overseas. They need to pull a 90 day and bring overseas men who have maybe dual citizenship or whatever it is, because obviously visa things become problematic. Um, and, and have them in. I need different flavors. I'm getting so sick of these aspiring, like teeth bleaching LA guys in their 
just to, I can't do it anymore. I, I want to sue. New Zealand, Bachelorette Australia. I watch all of them. It's really fun. Are There's you a watching? lot of tattoos. There's a lot of tattoos. So are you watching a show? And I don't mean to brag, but I am hosting the reunion for it in, I think, two weeks. Married at First Sight Australia. No, should I? Arden, I'm not just saying this because Lifetime is literally paying me to say it. Okay. Okay. The okay. reason why I got the I'm job. I'm it on my pen box. Listen, listen. The reason why they hired me is because I have been, from day one, addicted to it. It is the best shit show on television. And also, because I've always loved Australian culture. Like, I love Muriel's Wedding. I love, you know, uh, Summer Heights High, Kath and Kim, all that stuff. All that. All that. All of it. The people. Summer Heights High. Summer Heights High is the literal best. Jemay. Jemay. Or, nor it's random. That bean is random. The the show is the people, first of all, all look like they were put in some sort of vat of, I can't explain it because they're all really hot, but like different hot than we are. You know what I mean? It's not an American yeah. hotness. It's a real different face. I'm going to watch it. I'm you are going it. to, by the way, text me and say, thank you for opening my world up to the I'm show. I'm going to watch it. It's phenomenal. It is so funny. The couples basically all hate each other, yes. um, but they're all really hot. Some of them make no sense whatsoever. It's truly the best thing to happen to me. And frankly, Married at First Sight, the American version, this season, which just started, is also phenomenal. I stopped watching I'm 90 wa- Day. I'm, I'm out yeah. of the 90 Day world. Yeah. It was too much for me. Repetitive. I don't know. I'm loving I'm loving Beverly Hills and and New York Housewives. I haven't started Potomac yet. Beverly Hills got better as soon as Brandy showed up. Without and a doubt. And finally something happened. Something um, happened. Mm-hmm. And then New York, I'm enjoying Leah. I love Leah. Uh New York, I mean we we talked about it with Dan this week. It's um becoming a little old hat, the drunkenness. The alcoholism for me is becoming it's repetitive. Hard. And it's, it's hard, hard to watch. watch. It's hard to watch. It's hard to watch Sonia. Sonia, and it's hard to watch when Dorinda gets so mean. Because I love Dorinda and I don't like this vitriol. It's too and much. And she's really not. I'll say this. I've met Dorinda sober and drunk. Uh, to her credit, always remembers me. And she really doesn't have any reason to. She she yeah. always remembers me. She always greets me with the warmest hug, which I yeah. cannot say for any of the other ones on that show. Although yeah. they're all, they've all been pretty nice, honestly, except for I would say Bethany was like the coldest one from yeah. those that I've met. But she's, I think, inherently a very nice woman. And I think that, yes, the the alcohol and maybe the cameras does something to her that changes that. And I don't know, maybe because she broke up with John, what the story is there. But yeah, I agree. It's sad. I felt badly for Tinsley because I, I feel that my personality is not like Tinsley, but there's a vibe that if I was, I would, I would definitely be Tinsley if I had to be a housewife, I think like, yeah, cause you're like a human doll. Like she's like a little dolly and you are too in a way. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to fight. And I think that she didn't know how to fight. And then Dor- yeah. and Dorinda just attacked her. I'm loving Below Deck Med. Love I'm enjoying. BDM. I feel like Bugsy. I feel like I'm Bugsy more than Tinsley. Bugsy I has cannot, a lot of hair clips. I cannot. Bugsy, by the way, could not make it through TSA. They're feeling the wig. They're going in the hair. <laughs> she, um, I'll tell you something. Love the show. I love Captain Sandy. I would say of anyone, she's Me the too. best one I on the show. Her. Um, but I, I have yet to connect. I'm not really rooting for anyone except for maybe the hot Scott. I like, uh, the boyfriend of the girl who broke her finger. I do find him very hot and sweet. Um, but there's no one like Hannah's totally unplugged the season. She's barely even mentally with us. I do feel like Hannah is. There's something it's like you're on TV. So either, either I understand being sick of your job, then don't. Either come and do do the season. It's ten weeks. Like you're on camera. Like just try. You know, like you're at work, or don't do Put, it. Do it. Well, I'll tell you who's been the laugh a laugh a minute is that Kiko. 
the chef. Oh my God. I love Kiko. Kiko is such a nice, first of all, what a sweetie. Like what a sweet sweetie. She boned him with the Vegas suggestion. With like that, like his last week, she's, she's like, "Oh, in. Vegas food, like that disgusting kid part." I mean, I would have eaten that, all of it. By the way, I was like, "Serve me those vom nachos," because drunk, the they plate. Look- I would not leave anything for the chef. Maybe a chip. They look okay. They look good. I thought, like, I was not mad at those. I wasn't mad at like the cheese sticks. I wasn't mad at them. But I do see if you're going to spend 150 bucks, 150 thousand for four days. Oh my you want god! More than like chicken fingers. And how nice was that? Um, a charter. Have you? F- I've never seen nicer people on that boat who were just so like grateful to be there in a way because I don't think yes. they actually pay. Oh, we have to wrap. By the way, I just got to. Okay. We've been on four. That's the thing with Arden is that I could do two hours with you on the show and yes, be like, we're two yes, hours. Yes, yes. We love each other. Um, yes. But uh, I would have had everybody that I would. Lo- would you ever go on below deck? You know what my fear would be. Yes. As yes. I'm saying, as like a as a participant, right? Yes. Uh, my fear would be that even though I know that I'm a nice person and I'm they, great, you get that find bad a edit. They find a moment to fuck you. To make you. you look like an asshole. I think yeah. they have to. I agree with you. Has it really happened with a lot of people? I would truly choke down any food they gave me, any drink. If I went thirsty, if the, there was a beach storm, I would be like, this is so great. Thank you. So I would never complain because you oh my get God, if we could, If we could go on a lady comedy cruise. <laughs> Wait, why don't they have us go on? Yeah, but then who pays the tip? I actually would tip. Look, if each of us paid five grand, let's say we got five girls together. It would yep. be less four grand cheap uh, for right, to be on right, that show. Right. 4,000 bucks. You think, you think we could get on that? You think? I actually us? think, can you? But can you make a comedian so I like? You know what I mean? Because yeah, I be feel like, like we have to Foley, vet. Aaron Foley. Love Aaron. Aaron's in. Aaron Actually, Foley. Aaron's fab. Let's not name anyone else because now I'm nervous you're going to name someone. How about Brian Safi? Brian Safi. Oh, my God. The love of my life, Brian Safi. Yeah. Brian, Aaron, you and me on a Lauren, cruise. Lauren Lapkus. There's Lauren five. Lauren Lapkus is the love There's of my life. There's five. There's five. You really went out of your way to name some of the best people in the world. Like, honestly, yeah. you could name, not name better people. Yes. And let's I've do been, it. I've been in hotels or on travel situations with all of them. And they're, they're easy with to travel with. Brian Safi is the love of my life. We might go to London together in November, December. That is sort of the plan right now. You should come. I your would husband. love to come. Come, we're gonna get a house. Uh, if if I haven't booked anything yet, because he and we, I were supposed to go to Rhode Island for August. No, <laughs> is he not the best person in the world? We have to wrap. I know, but he's he's, he's the like best. the loveliest the and the funniest and best. He's looking. the nicest and the sweetest. I Arda, love we him. didn't even talk about your book. Wait, can we just have Tracy two more minutes? Because I can't. Tracy, we gotta sell. Tracy, gotta, we I have to plug the book. book. I gotta sell my book. We have to plug the book. Uh, Arden, I has, wrote a book. Arden wrote a book. She just said, absolutely. She's the best. Tracy's not going to cut you off. Give me a break. Thanks, Tracy. Um, it's called Little Miss Lis- Little Compton. Now, can I tell you the truth, Arden? I did not realize when we first, in- when I interviewed you, I think on Sirius about it, I didn't know what Little Compton meant until I just went to Rhode Island a few weeks ago. And I go, oh my God, it's right by Cape Cod. Yeah. There's a- I did not know that until I saw it. So tell everyone about the book. It's the funniest book. You're the funniest person. Everybody buy it. Take it away. Okay, it comes out next month. It's all about the pre-sale. So if you just order it now, give yourself a future present. Um, I think it's a fun read. There's a lot of heart in it. Um, I Basically, it starts out, I'm the product of two hasty decisions. My grandparents got married one day after knowing each other and stayed married forever and had five kids. Wait, can and I then, say something? That's same yeah. with my grandparents. They also got serious? married, not after a day, day, but like two weeks, and they were forced yeah. into getting married. Go they on. They got I'm so married. Sorry. I think they thought it was like fun. So like they got married. That's I mean, exciting. And then my parents, they met in New York. They were co-workers. 
Um, they were out having cocktails like around New Year's Eve one year and everybody got two weeks vacation. But if you went on a honeymoon, you got an extra two weeks vacation. And my dad like dared my mom drunk to like go out, get married. He was going to take her to South America for a month. Oh my they God. did the four weeks vacation. And then we're going to come back and get it annulled. And then my mom, so they made this dare. And then the next day my mom called him back and she was like, I'll do it but I don't want to get it annulled. <gasps> so they had like a pr- proper, she like checkmated him. So they, she borrowed wow. her best friend Arden's wedding dress. My parents, intro- they introduced my, my grandparents met him as her fiance. They got ahead a proper wedding wow. and they stayed married for 50 years until like, until they forever. They stayed married till the end. And like, and, um, and then they moved from Manhattan to this tiny town of Rhode Island that has a general store, no stoplights. Allegedly, back in the 80s, we had an illiterate chief of police. And that is where Wait, my that's brother- That's a whole I, book. That's a whole book. That, so that's you, where it starts with that. Log line for me, you say illiterate chief of police, and yeah. I'm on Amazon so quick. That's it. <laughs> that's all I need to hear. Go on. And for your listeners, if you order now, um, every week we're doing giveaways. So if you send a copy, you just do a screen grab of your receipt and you email it to rosepodcast at gmail.com because I have a bachelor podcast called Will You Accept This Rose? Hello, the fun- the only one that matters. Go on. And so, which Michelle is off and on and a, a dream girl and I'm not forcing her to do the goat episodes because it's tw- I don't want to do that to her. By the way, thank I you. I know her. I know her. No, and um, thank you because I would have said no. Okay, I know. So if you email a copy of your receipt to rosepodcast at gmail.com, we are doing giveaways every week. It's going to be t-shirts. There's Little Miss Little Compton tote bags. There's puzzles, like custom puzzles made. Um, so there's all these things. And um, and we're we are doing mailings for giveaways every single week. So the earlier you buy it, the bigger chance you have to uh, get a prize. And I do feel like I'm a bad host because we... We've known each other for so long that we just started like straight into conversation. But you should 100% if you don't already follow Arden on Instagram and on Twitter at Arden Marine, M-Y-R-I-N. You'll see it if you're listening to this podcast. Um, you also were on Insatiable. Uh, you Will you accept this rose, which is so great. And you tour the country when we could doing it. I mean, you're just genuinely... Um, just a ball of like good energy and just really the funniest. So that's all there is to it. And I will say this and I will also pay you one more compliment because I know Tracy's going to actually have me killed. It, this is like the longest one we've had. It's fine. I'm having the best it. time. I don't want to end is my point. Right. Uh, you were the best wing woman and I'm going to give you this telling you right now, people buy her book as a thank you for introducing me to Eddie Murphy, who um, I know you've told the story before in your podcast. I don't want to bore our listeners, but you and I both agree that he did look at me with love in his eyes. Am I wrong, oh, Arden? No. Oh, no. He came in like he knew you. Thank you. And like you I were mean, I'm home. So, I can't take it. And he did. And it was like he didn't. And it was chaos around. But it was like nothing. He was like so drawn in like a lighthouse beam. It was so great. And there was so much chaos. And there were so many people pulling at him. And he just was like, hello. He really like, I yeah. was looking at him and I was, was spiraling. Gentle. It was gentle. It was a gentle, you know that he's my idol in life. And I was no, spiraling I because I was nervous, obviously. Yeah. And I remember wanting to either make him laugh or just make him like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just wanted yes. to show, show him that like, I'm a good person, you know, and I love you. And he really looked at me with kindness. You're absolutely right. He, yeah. he really gazed at me. Oh, he was completely taken. You Thank were you. hilarious. And like, he wasn't going anywhere. Like, I felt like he had to be like, Eddie, Eddie, your car's outside. Like, he was just like, no, this is where I'm, this is my spot now. If ever anything between him and his drop dead stunning wife happens, stunning. Eddie, Ed, no, she's to die for, but Eddie, no, I'm, but I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yes. 
Peeny Boo. Peeny Boo. She waiting. She waiting. I'm waiting. Ugh, that night was so much fun. We we really had the best time. I wish you lived in New York so we could like do that more often. I have a place there, so uh, we got to just get rid of this quarantine, this pandemic, and let's let's get life. I'm ready. I'm ready on a boat. Arna Marine and I are going to be on Below Deck next season. Uh, until then, <laughs> buy her book, Little Miss, Little Compton. And Please Arden- buy it. I'm trying to get on the bestseller list. And every fancy author has been pushed to September. So I'm up against all the b- big ones. So do do a small business owner a solid. And I'm, you can order I'm anywhere you buy your I'm ordering one to my house now so that when I get it, I can post a cute picture with it. Like looking sweet and yes. um it'll Thank be me you. and like a bucket of sugar in your book and just being like <laughs> living the, taking the day off <laughs> just out of my mind arden thank you so much for doing this oh my god michelle adore you adore Thanks you for miss you of course bye everybody and we'll see you have a great week and we'll see you next week on midnight snack you can follow me on instagram at mishcall m-i-c-h-c-o-l-l cat vids what else is there thirst traps and it's pretty much it uh and on twitter if you want and that's it bye guys This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 
And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.